We go to our Auburn Bank phone line. Jason joins us here on the Monday program. Jason, I hope you're doing well. Hope the weekend was great. Thank you for taking the time today. Hello, friend. Yeah, I'm doing good, guys. It has uh, been so busy. A lot of us uh, have things to catch up on with all the athletic events from over the weekend. And I guess let's just start kind of with baseball, Jason, and get us caught up to speed. Talked about the performances that Auburn had to open the show here today. Six hits combined in the two games to start the season, including a win against Texas Tech, and then 13 yesterday versus Kansas State. What stood out to you from Auburn baseball's opening weekend? Yeah, it was, it was really the pitching uh, when you look at what they did, uh, you know, give up three late runs uh, in the opener to Oklahoma and three nothing loss. Went two to one, twelve to one. You give up five total runs in three games. Um, you know, Big Twelve competition. Some really good teams that you played against. And to me, that was the thing is that I thought they did a good job of, of pitching. And then you know, Sonny Deshera um, swung the bat like we expected he would. The Stanford transfer had three doubles, five hits. You know, in three games. Um, so Blake Rambush, junior college transfer, did a good job as well. I think the offense will come along as you get into the season a little bit more. And plus, you know, playing in the, you know, playing in the major league ballpark, probably at least three home runs, including a grand slam. Sonny Deshera probably had two balls in the three nothing loss to Oklahoma on Friday that probably are home runs anywhere else they play. So yeah, some of those things to deal with. But overall, you you kind of answered the bell, uh, being a really good Texas Tech team, and then kind of were able to coast on, on Sunday. So uh, all in all, a pretty pretty solid start to the, to the season. Yeah, Jason, I, I was looking through the roster, and this is one of those years you look at the baseball roster, and it's a lot of who is this because there's a few guys that were here last year, but uh, even some of the ones that got starts are guys that were played sparingly last year. Looking at these newcomers, obviously Sonny Deshera made his name. Um, you, you mentioned uh, Blake Rambush, but uh, who are some of these other newcomers on the roster that uh, when Auburn fans look at a look at the program or whatever, is guys that they really need to keep an eye on that are good ball players. Yeah, you know, like I said, you start with those two guys. Jake Wyant behind the plate is a transfer from Presbyterian, who just it kind of reminds me of of uh, you know kind of that classic catcher, a leader on the field. He's very vocal kind of guy. Not a guy that you'd expect to hit a twenty home runs or anything, but just a really good, especially defensive catcher. So that that's a guy we haven't seen Brooks Carlson yet. He did not. He was not um, able to play over the weekend. Should be back this weekend. Another Stanford transfer. Another All-American type guy from there that could be a corner infielder, could play the outfield, really good bat. So those are, I think, some of the transfer additions that you look at. Luke Burke is another one, uh, young guy that you know, junior college transfer and will have a chance to play some. So those are kind of the names there. And then from a pitching standpoint, you know, you look and, and obviously uh, Tommy Sheehan, who got the start on Friday, probably going to see him start. Um, on Wednesday against Troy, you know, as long as the weather holds up, just kind of get him back on the mound. But Tommy Sheehan's the guy that's there. And then there are going to be three or four freshmen that are going to pitch, I think, and play a big role. We saw one of those guys over the weekend in Chase Austin. Um, you know, Grand Sal, a freshman, pitched some. And then we had team Ben Bossy or Parker Carlson, two more freshmen that I think will play a role. But Chase Austin is 96-97. It kind of reminds you a little bit of Landon Sims, <laughs> Mississippi State. Just kind of rears back and tries to throw it by you. But, um, so that, there's definitely some newcomers that are going to play a big role. 
And then, Jason, with what we saw out of the pitching staff this first week, obviously this is a staff coached by Butch Thompson, a great pitching coach, Tim Hudson, who's obviously had a, a wonderful resume. Um, but you know, not, not really a top-end guy in, as far as MLB draft circles like we've seen in previous years from the likes of Richard Fitz coming in, Tanner Burns, etc. Um, who do you think has the best shot of kind of taking this staff and being the ace of this staff? Yeah, I mentioned Tommy Sheehan. I think he's the guy that, that has the ability because of his experience. He's got 35 career starts at, at Notre Dame and now has this start under his belt at Auburn. Um, you know, you look at you know, Joseph Gonzalez, the job he did on Saturday against Texas Tech. Joseph Gonzalez is a potential, you know, top four or five round draft kind of guy. Uh, just a sophomore from Puerto Rico. I think you look at him as one of those guys. Blake Burkhalter on the back end as a closer in that role, I think this guy will have a chance to really make an impact as well. But, yeah, you know, Mason Barnett probably physically has the most tools. He just hasn't really – it hasn't come together for him yet. If it does, he's a guy that could really you know, jump out there and make a big difference. But, yeah, I think probably Sheehan um, and then Joseph Gonzalez, uh, those guys – probably the two guys that I think early on will have a chance to maybe be those Friday and Saturday guys. He's on Twitter at ITAC Jason. He's with us here on Sports Call. All right, we're talking about the weekend at Auburn Athletics. The men's basketball team suffers their third loss of the season, this time by one point in Gainesville against the Florida Gators. Anything significant from this game, Jason? Anything that uh, could be a, a sign for concern for Auburn moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I think you can you – can at pretty much anybody other than Gonzaga right now because they're not getting challenged enough that those kind of weaknesses show up. I think like most teams, their spots, you look at this Auburn team and go, that probably probably needs to be better at times. And I think you look, to me, it's the guard play and consistency at the guard play. Um, you know, Wendell Green, KD, Zeb Jasper coming back after having that strep throat. And those guys kind of find that flow again, because it seems like they're kind of disjointed right now and have been for about the past couple of weeks. Um, some of that's playing on the road. Um, but I, I think that's probably the biggest thing for me is can they get the flow and feel back of the game for those guys. So, um, you know, look at it, and, you know, I've said before, I, this is not a team that, for me, goes out and beats people by 30. It's just not the way they're wired. But it's really hard to beat this team. They can play bad. They can shoot bad. You can do whatever you want to, and it's still hard to beat them. And so when you get to tournament time, those teams are usually pretty good. I think about teams like Villanova and some of these things where they look up and they don't play very well, and you look up and at the end of the game they still beat you by five or six. That's kind of the way this Auburn team reminds me of a little bit. They still haven't, to me, hit one of those strides this season where you go, oh, man, they're, they're, they're peaking. I don't think this team has played a complete basketball game this year. I don't think they played more than 32 minutes of a basketball game in terms of really good against Alabama. Probably at home was the closest thing to that. That's the thing about me. Hey, do they ever get there? I don't know. We'll find out. They may not ever get to that point. But I don't think it's one of those situations where this team has peaked and, well, that's it. They're done and they played as well as they can. I think there's still more left for this team. Yeah, Jason, you're talking about some of these different guys. and Obviously, Alan Flanagan had the injury, and it held him out for a good portion of the season, but now he's been back. But he's really just not been effective, and in some games he's just been flat-out bad. But uh, how how bad is this team missing what Alan Flanagan can, can bring to them? 
Yeah, I, I think you know the penetration side of things for him. Um, I think is a big deal. It's why I think when they were playing their best a few weeks ago, you know, Devin Cambridge was was ten, eleven offensive rebounds and kind of playing that role. That's the thing I think they miss right now is the guy that does the dirty work. Hey, I wouldn't be shocked to see a guy like Chris Moore get a get a little bit more look and go. Hey, let's see if we can find a guy that a glue guy that just goes out there and lays it on the line a little bit. I think that's kind of you know right now for this team it could be a missing link a little bit. Allen has done some of those things, done them really well in the past, but you can see now it, it's almost like a pitcher that's had Tommy John surgery. The velocity's there, <laughs> the control, and kind of the feel for the game. Alan Langan, I think physically, is fine, but you see the rustiness of a guy that just hasn't played a ton of basketball and missed all that time. That's where it's shown up for me, and just his kind of feel for the game. Jason, I want to get you out of here with this. One more question. Jason Caldwell joining us here from inside the Auburn Tigers again on Twitter at ITAT. Jason, Auburn football obviously announces a couple of changes to the staff with Eric Keesaw being promoted to offensive coordinator. One spot left really on the staff at that wide receiver coach position. Are there any names to be on the lookout for, Jason, or how do you see that one going? Yeah, it's been pretty quiet so far. Um, yeah, I don't know that you know if there's anybody in on – on the radar in my mind. I mean, there's a folks to mention maybe a guy like Jonathan Wallace, you know, former Auburn player. He's now at Kansas. Um, yeah, it could happen. I don't think he's been a guy that's been contacted to this point, as, you know, as far as I know, anyway. And so uh, it's been fairly quiet. Uh, Ron Arson has done that for right. most of his hires, kind of kept him really quiet. So, yeah, it's uh, not a whole lot out there at the moment. Well, I go to AUTigers.com, and I can find all of their work on Auburn Undercover. I'm seeing a story here from Jason. Freak athlete and four-star pass rusher plans to visit Auburn in March. Tell me some other things that folks can find there on the website, Jason. Yeah, that's where I've been today. I went over this morning to Madhouse, uh, the training facility in Montgomery. and Got some uh, recruiting things today. Went over and watched a little basketball in Montgomery as well. On my way back on a very rainy afternoon. Yeah. Find all that. And more, you can check us out, like I said, AUTigers.com, AuburnUndercover.com, and also follow me on Twitter at ITATJ. Thank you for the time. We'll see you soon, okay? Thanks, guys.